Hey, what is up? Welcome to another episode of Everyday Fitness with Coach Mark. I'm your co-host, Brian LoFermento. And I'm Coach Mark. And we are going to be talking about something that sounds a little bit technical in today's episode, but I promise you, you'll never think about exercise routines and movements the same ever again. We're talking about isolated versus compound movements. It's actually going to be a fun and very enlightening one. I'm excited about this one. Let's dive in. All right, Coach Mark, isolated versus compound movements doesn't sound like the sexiest fitness topic. Walk us through it. Why do we care about these? What are they? Why are we even talking about these on today's episode? Yeah, absolutely. Everybody knows them, actually, and it's really easy um, to, to, to train them or to, to, to move like that. And I, wanna, I don't want to call it isolation and, and compound. I want to call it more because that's easier to understand single joint movement versus multi-joint movements um, so uh, let's let's talk about the isolated or single uh, single joint movements which could be a biceps curl let's say you are in a gym you uh, go into a biceps machine you're sitting down and you're doing a biceps curl and you're just hitting your biceps so basically you're just using your elbow uh, joint that's an isolated movement right uh, you feel your biceps you work your biceps um, single joint versus a compound movement could be a squatting motion because we're using multi joints right we're using multiple joints uh in in a squat for example in a, in a squat you're using your knee joint because you're bending your legs and you're using your hips also um you have to stabilize your your ankles you have to stabilize your core your spine has to be right and so on and so forth so that's a compound movement or multi-joint movement Cool. And there's so many different ways that we can take this conversation, but really today's episode stems from one of our previous episodes where we were talking about gym memberships and you kind of threw some shade on traditional gym machines and you talked about those within the concept context of isolated movements. And after when we were off air, you walked me through the fact that, yeah, if you're rehabbing your knee, for example, machines, an incredible thing because it will isolate your knee. It will isolate those specific muscles groups and joints. Talk to me about the real world implications of compound movements, for example. Why are compound movements better for us? And when does, is isolated movements, are those most appropriate when we are recovering and rehabbing or walk us through that? Yeah, now I don't want to bash uh, single joint movements. They're important. They're good. I do them too. I do them a little bit different. I, I can tell you a little bit about that later. Um, but I don't want to bash them. They're important, uh, especially for strength reasons. Really like feeling it um, intramuscular in one muscle. Super important. Uh, we talked about the rehab portion. Uh, let's say it has an injury. Um, um, for example, an ACL, a ruptured ACL, he's uh, recovering and he's going into re rehabilitation. Uh, single joint motions um, are really, really important because in the beginning, there's no stability, right? Uh, in order to, to get the blood flowing in that muscle, it's important to use the single joint movements and um, get a little bit of a pump in that muscle but then also if you have stability and if you uh want to get fit i think isolated movements or single joint movements are just not enough because how often do we use just the biceps 
to do something. Usually we use the biceps or we use the arm in daily life and then we, we pick something up, put it somewhere. So there's multiple joints. There's a rotation maybe in your spine. You're bending down into your knees. You're, you're, you're using your hips, right? There's so many other joints involved. And when we just work on isolation, isolated muscle, uh, isolated uh, exercises, we forget to, to uh, forget the other muscles. We forget how it, the body actually works in a chain, right? I always uh, call it that you have a front chain and a back chain um, from your head down to your feet. Um, and we want to use all the muscles and compounding that and, and make it like, like a flowing motion. We are not just robots that just use one muscle group. We are actually humans that can use multi joints and that's what we do in daily life. That's why functional movements, uh, compound movements are so important to have the stability in your body and to move in all planes of motion. Yeah, I want to bring up the topic of targeting our fitness and and physical well-being because obviously a lot of people talk about targeting weight loss where they say, oh, I want to I want to lose my belly or I want to lose weight off my butt. They target things that way. And the same is true on the flip side. Whether you're losing weight or not, a lot of people want to target their gains. They want to target where they build those muscles. And that's why when you walk into a gym, it can be so appealing for fitness people and for fitness newbies especially to say, oh, look at that machine. That, that's going to build up my pecs and that's what they target. What's your response to that? Is that the right way to think about it or still are you leaning towards compound movements and why there's nothing wrong with it uh, because when you do a machine like this um, you're working your muscles but then again if you use a machine you got to be conscious about how you're using that okay like let's say you're going in a gym you want to do the bench uh, press or you want to do like a, a seated bench press yeah you're using your chest but you can't forget other muscles to engage, right? You, again, I'm not a big fan of sitting down, uh, especially when, when you s were sitting down all day beforehand and then you're going into the gym sitting down again. That's really counterproductive. But um, if you're using the machine, you need to engage your core. You need to have good posture, right? Not, you can't slouch. And that's, that's my fear of using those machines, right? We are slouching as, as if you're sitting on a desk chair, we're slouching and then using the machine. Yeah, we were using the machine, but we're not using it right. And that's the big difference. I'm not bashing them. I'm not saying the isolated machines are super bad. If they use properly, if they use right, isolated uh, movements are good. But I want to engage my whole body. What's the point of just using one muscle if I can um, engage all my muscles or I can work on my posture, I can work on my belly while I do a chest press, right? Um, I want to really be conscious about that. And that's my fear of just using these machines that you usually see in a gym. All right, so I know that you say you don't want to bash isolated movements, and we've obviously talked about your approach to effective workouts many times on this podcast, but it sounds to me like you're pretty swayed that compound movements are the way to go. It's the most effective form of working out, so I do want to open the table to you to say some positive things about isolated movements. Where should we be using those, or are you prepared here on today's episode to outright say, no, if you're healthy, if you're in a good spot, focus on those compound movements yeah that, that's actually a good question because 
how I train my clients and I used to train my clients and in the past and uh, how I do it right now, it's usually, let's say an example that the plan today is to, to work your front chain, to work your core, to work a little bit of your legs. I usually go into compound movements because first of all, they, you engage more muscles. Second of all, you, you burn more uh, calories in, in those motions. They're a little bit harder. You need stabilizing muscles in order to hold, for example, a plank and you're targeting uh, a muscle group. So let's say, let's say we, we're using a push-up, which is, um, it's kind of a compound movement because we, we're using the shoulder, we're using um, the elbow joint, and then we're using the core to stabilize and even the legs I engage, right? So it's, it's, it's kind of a full body movement. And then adding another motion for, uh, let's say I'm going in a push-up, rotating out in a side plank, maybe even with a little bit of added weight, um, you're feeling your obliques, you're feeling your back muscles, you're feeling your... Um, your legs differently, you're feeling your inner thighs even a little bit when you open up, right? There's so much more to it. And you, why would I go into an isolated motion that does just one muscle when I can do the same, the, the same with a push-up that targets not just the chest, but also your shoulders, your core, your obliques, a little bit of your legs, um, the spine in a nice rotation, right? Why would I go back to an isolated movement? To me, in general, when I, I, when I do isolated motions, I usually do them on a TRX, on a suspension trainer. We talked about this uh, in, in a previous episode, uh, what tools I should, should use or what can I use. Um, I use and a suspension trainer and I work on isolated motion. Let's say I work on a biceps curl, but in, I'm in a plank, right? I'm not sitting down. I'm not just doing a, a simple biceps curl. I have my whole body engaged. And that's what I mean. The posture is right. The body is engaged. Your core is engaged. Your legs are engaged. And then I'm working um, the biceps. So I feel like you, you just, hit more muscle groups, it's more effective, your body gets developed better, uh, you increase your fitness level, your performance levels way better than just sitting down and, and doing an isolated motion. Coach Mark, I've got to admit as your co-host that there are very few times in this podcast because we have so many conversations that could go on for days, but I will say at this point in today's episode, you already have me sold on saying, yeah, you're right. What you've explained here today, it doesn't make sense to be doing isolated movements when I can hit those same muscle groups and others at the exact same time. So I love the takeaways in today's episode. And as we come to the end, before I ask you the, the recap question to end today's episode, I do wanna ask you one question though, because you and I both know that some people do enjoy the gym environment. And they go there for community, they go there for accountability, they use gyms for a lot of different reasons. What sort of machines or things can we find in the gym that count as compound movements? So I'm a big fan of the rowing machine, Break it down for me. Does the rower count as a compound movement? What else should we be focusing on in the gym? Yeah, thank you for that first. Um, yeah, definitely. The, the rower is a great, great motion um, in general. There's so many, so many others that that count for that. Um, again, if you if you look at the gym approach, right? Um, there's there's so many other movements that you can do. Um, you said the rower, um, I would, I would say, um, 
the gym usually has dumbbells, has different equipment that are more going into the functional side of things, like a TRX, um, like Bosu balls, where you, you add a little bit instability to your workout. And these are the, the kind of things that I feel like are way more effective. And um, for example, if you're a fan of rowing, definitely that's a compound motion, right? And it's one of the best ones because it's one, it's it's really um, low impact and it works pretty much 80 to 90% of your muscles. Um, compound movement could be elliptical if you if you want to really want to go on that route not a big fan of it again it works your whole body if you use it right but again there's better things to do uh before your cardio i love jump roping for example if you if you get an easy jump rope it is old school, but one of the best exercises, you use your ankles, you use a little bit of a knee bend, you use a little bit of your hip stabilization, you use your core, you use your arms, um, you use your shoulders. I think one of the best compound cardio motions. Um, and then again, if you have that equipment, that functional equipment, use it because it really hits your body in a different mode. And you will see that, I mean, Anytime I do an isolated motion com compared to a, to a multi-joint movement, you're going to get a sweat on. I mean, it's fine if, you, if you're a bodybuilder, you, you target, let's say, your arms that day. Obviously, it's an isolated motion. And if you just want to hit your, 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 bi your biceps, your triceps, then you have to do that, right? But if you really want to overall fitness, you want to use your body as a machine and not just the machines for I have this different approach where um, you you should be able to use your body in all planes of motion if you work it that way. But if you're just doing single joint movements, you're not able to do that. So that's why they're so important. And um, I'm a big fan of it. Awesome. And I can definitely attest to what Coach Mark just told you all about him and his jump rope. I feel like every time I see the guy in person, he's got his jump rope on him. Even if it's five minutes before we're, we're starting our tennis match, you can always find Coach Mark on the tennis courts just doing his jump rope. So yeah, I can definitely attest to that. Coach Mark, so much valuable information here in today's episode. And it makes sense to us. We talk about compound interest when it comes to finances. That's what we want. That's what we're looking for. It's where your money makes you more money and the same is true in fitness it's where your movements benefit so many different parts of your body so a lot of clarity from you here in today's episode and i just want to open the floor to you to recap today's episode what should we know and consider when it comes to isolated versus compound movements Absolutely. So single joint versus multi-joint movements, both are good, both are effective, especially the, the single joint movements to feel it intramuscular, um, single joint, meaning a biceps curl, meaning uh, something where you just use one joint in particular compared to the um, compound multi-joint movement that I am a big fan of. You are uh, using um, more joints you're using more planes of motion you're engaging your whole body instead of just one muscle group uh, big fan of it not just um, you burn more calories but it's a it's a harder movement it's more challenging it's going more into coordination more in postural um, aspects of it and you're really using your whole body to uh, get more out of it um, when it comes to movements 
We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Everyday Fitness with Coach Mark. Hopefully you're feeling fired up and motivated to get going. All it takes is just 30 minutes per day. Get your hands on Coach Mark's incredible free workout challenge or join him live for an online workout every single week by going straight to completethechallenge.com. Super easy to remember, completethechallenge.com. Don't forget, the key to results is consistency. Join us for the next episode of Everyday Fitness with me, Coach Mark, every Monday and Thursday.